0: You are listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the CCB GTT presentation call. Uh, Today's topic matter is going to be uh, smartphone cameras and uh, the need to use said instrument Seems to be creeping up more and more these days, whether you're depositing checks or you're scanning a barcode to activate a a gift card or simply using your camera for IRA or Be My Eyes or even for Zoom calls and such. So it seems like more and more the the camera is, is, is coming into play. And we've noticed over the last um, half year or so that we're getting more and more questions about the camera and, and how it works and where do my pictures go and on and on and on and on. So we thought we better bring the expert in here and that would be Wayne Antell. Uh, Wayne is, uh, is a, a very active member of, of the PGT program and we really appreciate his knowledge and involvement in the group. Um, He heads up our Mac users group on Tuesday and has done a number of presentations here. So without further ado, I'll I'll hand things off to Wayne, who will do a bit of a presentation, and then I'm sure we'll have time for some questions and answers following his remarks. So over to you, Wayne.
2: Okay, thank you very much. Um, And thank you, everybody, for, for joining in. Uh, Today, as Corey said, I'm going to talk a little bit about the camera using uh, uh, a camera on your smartphone. Now, I'll be focused on the iPhone. Uh, To be honest, I don't know much about Android, but I think a lot of what I say uh, would be applicable uh, to using these same apps on an Android phone. So I'm going to cover a few tips on using the camera on the phone, and then I'd like to talk about uh, certain specific apps. And in particular, I'd like to cover what what I find useful for me, and we can have a little discussion about this after, is how I use my phone to identify products, how I use my phone to identify and read text, and how I use my phone to identify colors. Uh, So I'd like to touch on those three things. And then I will briefly talk about uh, Be My Eyes and Ira. I use uh, Be My Eyes uh, more than I use Ira, but they're both very, uh, very useful apps, and uh, they really increase, uh, uh, certainly my independence. And I think anybody who uses it will find that that these interactive apps will will uh, increase your independence. So jumping right along, a lot of people would say, well, why would a blind person really want to use a camera? And we use it to identify things. But I'm going to start off, I have used my camera to take pictures as well. If I'm out with my wife and I'm in all the pictures because she's taking them, sometimes she might want a picture of uh, her or, or people she's with. And what I do to take the picture is I get them to make a noise or talk so I know where they are. And I'll point the phone towards them when camera is opened on the phone. And I should back up a bit. When you open camera to take a picture, swipe through the screen to make sure you're in photo mode. Because uh, you, once you hear a photo, you can swipe up or down with one finger to change it to different modes video, live photo, but I find I wanna stay in photo mode. Once you're in photo mode and the person is speaking or there's a noise, uh, point your camera, your phone, towards so that the sound they're making is sort of in the center. You're looking at them and the camera, your phone is held in front of you. And what I find works best, if you push either of the volume controls on your phone, that will activate the camera. You'll hear the shutter sound and it will take the picture. I find that easier than finding the take picture button and double tapping it uh, because I'm actually holding my phone with my thumb on the one of the volume buttons. So once I think I'm good to take the picture, I will press that button and take the picture. And sometimes I'll even move the phone to the right a bit, take a picture, to the left a bit, take a picture, and then I'll get somebody who can see to uh, see if I caught the picture and they can delete the others. Um, that's the only, uh, that, that's my advice for taking pictures. But to be honest, I don't, I don't take that many pictures with my camera. What I use the camera for are, are in conjunction with a number of apps that help me identify whether it's text, colors, objects and or to talk to a volunteer let's say with be my eyes. So that's really one of what I want to focus on here. And if anybody has any questions after um, certainly uh, you know we can discuss uh, your experience in, in for example taking uh, taking a picture. So the first thing I want to talk about is identifying objects. Um, And in all these cases, you can use Be My Eyes. And we'll talk about that at the end, uh, where you can call up a volunteer and ask them, like, what product is this? What color is this? But what I want to talk about is if you want, if you don't want to be calling Be My Eyes all the time and you want to just have an app that does it for you, I'll tell you what I find works for me. So the first thing, I'm just going to my notes here. Let's say I have a product I want to identify, um, a can. Let's say I, I pull a can out of my cupboard, and I don't know what, what, can, what can it is. So I have three ways that I can do, to, uh, that I use, three main ways to identify, let's say, what's in this can. Um, And they're all involving Seeing AI. Seeing AI has, if you're not familiar with it's a multi-purpose app developed by Microsoft um, for the iPhone. And I believe it's on Android. I'm not sure if it's on Android, so I I can't really say I thought it was, but I'm not 100% sure. But Seeing AI, when you open it, at the bottom of the screen, there's an area called channel. And they have a number of channels that you can change by flicking up or down with one finger. And those channels, or the ones that that I use the most, are short text, document, product, and handwriting, and light detection. So let's say I have this can, and I I took a can out of my cupboard. I don't know what it is, so let's hope this works right. Um, The first thing I would try is the product identification of the can. So using the camera, the, the tricky part of this is how do you align the camera with an, an object? And what I find work works in all cases is you got to know where the camera is on your phone. So if you hold your phone facing you in front of you and put your finger up at the top right corner on the back, you'll feel um, something uh, sticking out. And that is your camera lens. And depending on what model phone you have, you may feel a couple of of, uh, lenses or a couple of items sticking out. But that's where your camera is. If you turn the phone around and the back is facing you, of course, it's the upper left. Um, So that's what you want to make sure is covering the image now what i what i are covering what you want to use the camera to see so what i find works for me is i always touch the camera off what i want to take a picture of and then i will move my phone back from that about 12 inches So I'll say that again, touch the camera so that you know you're centered, and then try to move your phone straight back about 12, 14 inches. Um, So then you're pretty confident that what you're trying to take a picture of is in the field of view. The other trick I use is if I'm taking a picture, I will put the focus on the take picture button in these apps. So that I don't need to be swiping to find it. So for instance, I'm going to use for this can, I'm going to use the handwriting channel. um oh, I took a the picture then by mistake. I'm going to be using the handwriting channel on seeing AI. That's one channel that you wouldn't think to use because you, you know, well, you're thinking, well, if I You know, want to try to recognize, let's say, a greeting card or something—the curse of writing. I'd use it then, but this app is surprisingly useful for identifying any product that has stylized text on it. You know, not just the regular typewritten text. So, I'm going to just demonstrate this and explain exactly what I'm doing. Sure. Let me just get out of this. So, hold oh on, let me just. I'm opening Seeing AI. And when I open Seeing AI, I will touch near the bottom of the screen to hear it say channel adjustable. It says product. So that tells me it's looking for a barcode. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. So I'm going to swipe up with one finger 30. till it says handwriting. See, preview, color preview, white, light. Oh, I know. Sometimes. Channel, white. White. Sometimes, it, oh, there's handwriting. Sometimes it, you lose your spot and you got to go back to the bottom till you hear it say uh, a channel and it will say the word adjustable. And that means you can use one finger to swipe up or down. So now mine says, Handwriting. So now I'm going to swipe left because this is at the bottom of the screen till it says take picture. Now, I do this in all the apps that have a take picture button. So now focus is on take picture. If I double tap this phone anywhere, it will take the picture. Okay. So what I'm going to do now, I'm not going to touch the screen again because I want to keep focus on take picture. I'm gonna put the camera against the can. You might even lay the can flat on a table. Put the camera against the can so that it's centered, and then lift it straight up about 12 inches and then double tap anywhere on the screen because focus is already on, take picture. Now it just took the picture. Now, what I do then is I will go put my finger near the top of the screen till I hear it start to say words. There it is. So I don't know if you can hear it because I have my AirPods in, but it's telling me organic tomato red pepper soup. So with handwriting, it actually read that off the can. So I know this can is tomato and red pepper soup. Three hundred. It did a really good job on this, actually. Three hundred ninety-eight milliliters, and that that. But that's all I need to know. I just want to know what's in this can. So that's using the handwriting channel, and, on a, in a lot of cases, this will work when, a short text or document or uh, won't work, and it's fairly quick when you get used to using it. The only trick. The only problem i find with this is sometimes it's really hard you gotta move your finger around till you hear the phone say something and then you can swipe right or left to start going through so i'm going to go keep swiping left till it says close now i'm out of that and i can take another picture so that's handwriting mode to identify, an object, an, uh, uh, identify a product. And I have to say, I'm finding that's my go-to method lately. I'm now going to keep seeing AI open. And don't worry, there will be time for questions after because I'm presenting a, a fair bit of information. But in all these cases, I'm going to talk about how I line the camera up. Channel so I moved my finger to the bottom until I heard it say channel again, handwriting. I'm gonna flick my finger down on Seeing AI. Color preview, preview currency, person, product. So it says product. Now what product does, it, it scans, you don't need to press any button, it scans um, on a live basis. So I can hold this phone, I'll, again, I'll touch the phone off the can, move it away, And when I hear beeping sounds, I know what's seeing a barcode. And sometimes it's tricky to find it on a can, but I'm gonna see if I can. Oh, there it is. Now, what it did find the barcode on this can, but what I find happens a lot with seeing AI is you'll hear not recognized. So sometimes you'll get it right on and it'll say exactly what the product is. Sometimes it'll say not recognized. And it could be because in Canada, um, like this is set up maybe with an American database. So some of the barcodes aren't in there. But for a lot of products, it will work. And when it finds the barcode, it will just tell you what, what the product is. The good thing about this product part though is you know when it's seeing a barcode because it starts to beep and the faster it beeps you know the the more the barcode it's seeing and as soon as it sees enough of the barcode to, um, to try to recognize the product it will do that automatically but again the trick is to hold the phone about 12 14 inches from the product and keep the upper Know where your camera is on your phone and just slowly move it over the product till you hear those beeping sounds. Um, Finally, with Seeing AI, another way of recognizing a product, it's the least effective, but it can work, is... i got to close this. Once it recognizes or tries to recognize a product, Gives you a preview so you have to close that you hit the close button and you're back to uh, trying to scan again for a barcode Um, now i'm going to go to short text which is the very first channel in seeing ai now this this we're going to talk about this in reading stuff too Uh, this is a great uh, channel on seeing ai it basically in real time, reads any text that the camera detects. So if you hold it in front of a product, I'm going to hold it in front of this hand. Oh Sorry about that. I'm getting another call, you know. Hopefully, I'll just see if I can get rid of it. There we go. Sorry about that. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, oh, wait, no. 121 yeah sorry oh we're not sorry okay i'm going to hold this with short text on short text. i'm going to hold it in front of this can now of course anything round poses a challenge because it's only going to see uh you know the, the rounded shape can can affect it but i'm going to again put my camera right on the can right in the center and i'm going to slowly lift it my my phone it's reading something but it's not enough for me to know the product so what what it's doing is it's reading the part of the can that it sees and sometimes i can get enough information to know what the product is but i find handwriting works better um if you have a flat like a uh let's say, a box of something, you might find short text will give you enough information to let you know what it is. So that's, uh, but, but short text, we're going to talk about it again when we talk about recognizing text, because it is great for quickly going through your mail and, uh, and things like that. So that is the three ways I will try to identify what a product is, like what's in a can, what's in a box. I will use the product and handwriting interchangeably um, and short text sometimes, especially if it's a box and I just want to hold my phone over it and see if it reads enough automatically for me to identify the product. Oh, yeah. oh. Image I never get phone calls anyway. <laughs> um, so that's um, that's a little bit about product, and you can ask questions during the uh, once we're done. I'm going to move along to. I'm going to move along to identifying text. Let's see. Now. Okay, for text recognition. I use, I use three main apps. I use, again, Seeing AI. If you don't have this app on your iPhone, I would strongly encourage you to get it. It's free, and it does so much. With Seeing AI, the, I use the short text and document channels to read text. And I also have another app that I paid for called Voice Dream Scanner, which I find really useful. Um, I find that actually to be the best for recognizing text. So um, I'm going to take a document out there. If I wanted to know, let's say I got some mail and I wanted to know what it is. I would open Seeing AI and select the short text channel. Channel, channel adjustable. Document, command option. No. Channel adjustable. Okay actually short text is so uh, so good that as I when I turned it on it started reading the keys that were on my mac that I'm using for zoom here so again with the document and I'd recommend you do this for any document you want to read i lay the iphone on the document so that the camera the upper I'm looking at the front of my phone now so the upper right corner of my phone where the camera is, is in the center of the document. Then I will lift my phone up slowly about a foot or, you know, 12 to 14 inches. And now short text has started reading. Now, a little trick with short text is when it starts reading, uh, every time your phone moves, it will start from the beginning again and read the text. So what I do is when the when it starts reading out what it sees on the page, I will just put my phone right down flat so the camera doesn't see anything. And it will keep reading that text because it doesn't see another text to replace it. So if you're scanning your mail, uh, this is a quick way of doing it because you don't have to take a picture of every item and, and try to find out what it is. Just use short text and Again, practice with the camera in that by putting the camera on the document in the center and in raising your phone, uh, it will work. Uh, I find that, that that works. And and with practice, it actually gets, gets better. The difference in short text and document, if you change to the document channel and Seeing AI, channel, short text, adjustable, document. Now, what the document channel does, it will actually, you have to take a picture with the document channel, and it will then uh, allow you to swipe through using voiceover your document as if you opened it on your phone. So what I would do as a, in the same way that we, that we talked about when I was talking about products, I would swipe my finger on the phone until I hear take picture. Now I know the focus is on take picture, so I can double tap anywhere on my phone and it will take the picture. So I will put my phone in the center of the document that I want. I will raise my phone about 12, 14 inches. And and if you have your your uh, if you have your your document on a table where it's high contrast, when the phone sees it all, Seeing AI will automatically take the picture. You won't even have to touch your phone. But if it doesn't take the picture automatically, because you have the focus already put on take picture, all you had to do is double tap anywhere on your phone, and it will take the picture. So this document is now on my phone, as if I opened it from the web, for instance. So I can touch near the top. And start swiping through and reading it just like I would any document that I open on my phone. Believe in if there's headings on the document. I believe in I, no, they're headings, and you can swipe heading to heading. You can save that document if you want. So that's that's using Seeing AI document. Um, but what I find I find the best one for. For reading documents is voice stream scanner it does it does the best job in my opinion of any uh, ocr app, uh, optical character recognition app. and the advantage of voice stream scanner is if you're a voice stream reader user when when you uh, take a picture of a document uh, you can actually save it to voice stream reader so you have it there and I'll just give you one little trick with Voice Dream. I'm going to open. Just, folder. I'm just going to open Voice Dream later. folder. Blindness Blindness
3: utilities. folder. Sixteen, 16 apps. Blindness, blindness,
2: folder, 16 apps manner, voice Voice Dream Scanner. Voice screen screen screen. Screen. When you take a picture voice of a document, screen. let's say I have a multi-page document like my insurance policy that's what i'm taking a picture of there i will again and and you'll find a lot of this is common when i open voice scanner i'll swipe till i hear it say capture image so now my focus is on capture image Um, then i'll put my phone on the document camera in the center of the document i have it laid on a flat desk i'm going to lift my phone about 14 inches. Now, voice stream scanner will emit a tone to let you know it sees text. Now, I'm going to double tap anywhere on my phone. And it just took the picture. And it's starting to read it out to me. Now, at the bottom of the screen, when I take that picture, there's a, I like get two buttons. There's discard and keep. If I double tap keep, I'll be back back to a screen again where a capture image. So if I go to page two, I'll do the same thing. I'll swipe, when I'm on capture image, I'll put my phone so the camera's in the center, I'll bring it up about 14 inches and take a picture of page two. And I'll do that and then I'll hit keep for that. And when I have all the pages that I want to keep done, um, at the very top, there's a save button. When I double tap save, it will ask me if I want to save it to Voice Dream Reader. And if I say yes, I'll it'll give me an opportunity to enter a name for it. And I'll have that four or five page document in Voice Dream Reader. So it will keep all those pages together. Um, so I find that now that does have a cost. And I can't remember because I think it's changed. I believe I paid. Uh, $10 for, for the app. But you know when you consider that uh, when I first lost all my vision, I paid over $2,000 for an, um, one of those standalone scanners, $10 is a really good price. Um, finally, I'm gonna talk a little bit about color identification. Now color identification is tricky. And I have a number of color identification apps uh, seeing AI even has a color channel but I don't find they work very well um, you know it it all depends on lighting and uh, you know I mean and they a lot of them operate in real time so as you're holding the phone camera in front of a let's say an item of clothing I'll hear it say like blue, grey, brown so I really have no idea but the app, and this is an old app, but I find it works for color still really well, and I believe you can still get it on the App Store. It's called Tap Tap See. And years ago, it used to be my go-to app for uh, for product identification, even. But I, I find it doesn't work as well now for that. But I'm wearing a blue shirt, I think. Um, and what I'm going to do. I'm gonna open uh, tap tap C. Page one of two. and pocket rail page one of two. I can't find it, hold on. close
3: pocket
2: rail, page I got too many of these. Oh, there it is. Tap tap C. Now when you open tap C tap C. camera button button. The camera button covers half the screen. So as soon as you hear it say camera, then your focus is on camera. So that means you can take a picture. So what I normally do is I'll point the phone uh, either like if I have clothes laid out on the bed, I'll, I'll again I'll put the camera in the center of the shirt, let's say, and I'll raise the the phone and then I'll double tap to take the picture. Now in this case I'm wearing the shirt, so I'll put the phone against my chest the back of the phone i'm gonna put it out about a two feet this time and i'm gonna double tap the phone because the focus is still on camera, camera buddy. Sure one now it's gonna sure yeah. we'll and it said man in blue crew, crew neck t-shirt so it told me um and i find that works fairly reliably like if I have certain shirts and I'm not sure is this, especially if they're the same style, I'm not sure if this is my brown or blue, TapTapC works about 95% of the time to, to tell me. Um, so um, it's just something that that I that I haven't read about it anywhere, but it seems to work for me. So it's, it's something that you might wanna uh, try if you're really trying to identify a color. Um, let me just close this. The final thing, I know I've covered a lot here and that's, I want to leave lots of room for, for questions is Be My Eyes. Uh, and I, I'm a, I'm mainly a Be My Eyes user. I have used Ira, but I just find uh, Be My Eyes, um, uh, they've always been very helpful. So Be My Eyes is a fantastic app. If none of these ways work to identify product text or colors, Uh, you can always use Be My Eyes, and and you'll get get your answer. But what makes Be My Eyes really good is that you're talking to a person. So you might have some questions about a product or about an item, or you're in the middle of doing something. Maybe your computer is is, uh, uh, updating, and you don't know what's going on. they're always there. They're basically like making a FaceTime call to somebody you know, only this is a volunteer. And every time I've used them, they're good. But again, you've got to be comfortable with the camera. So when you make a call to Be My Eyes, they're looking through the rear camera of your phone. But every time, they're, they're pretty good in saying, like move the phone further away, move it to the right. So you just follow what they're saying to get the to make sure you're, you're bringing the, you know, what you want them to see in view. Um, for example, I used it, uh, one time I was trying to, uh, one of the screws came out of the bottom of, of a patio chair and I dropped it and it was a small screw. I had no idea where it was. And uh, I was the only one home at the time. So I found I used the, uh, I made it be my ice call. And I was crawling around under the patio table with the phone in front of me. The camera pointed to the ground, and we found we found the screw. Um, I use it. Uh, I don't have a smart thermostat yet. I'm still looking into that. So the thermostat, I, I had fooled up the programming. And made a call to be my eyes. And it was a bit tricky because I had to hold the phone with one hand in front of the thermostat while I was... Uh, Getting the person to read out what was on the thermostat so I could change the programming. Uh, but there's so many uses for Be My Eyes. If you're out walking and you need to know where the doorway is of a building, like GPS is only so accurate, uh, call a Be My Eyes volunteer, and they'll be able to help you. Um, some people do find with Be My Eyes, um, and maybe Ira as well, is if you're moving and using it. It's tricky if you've got a cane in one hand, a cane or or a a dog in one hand and a phone in the other. It it can be a little bit confusing. So you can get like lanyards that hold your phone uh, uh, around your chest and you can put it in. And when you're walking, then at least you have one hand free. The only problem with that is, of course, the phone tends to swing. Uh, I have heard, I haven't seen it, but I have heard a podcast, I think it was with David Woodbridge, who had actually like a thing to go around your chest and the phone on it. So that keeps the phone steadier. But uh, I think you can get them. And maybe it's something you want to look into if you're a heavy user of Be My Eyes or IRA while you're out walking and you're using a, a cane or a guide dog
1: super thanks wayne that was very helpful and productive and if you do have a question please raise your hand and we'll get to you uh i think one of the the best takeaways from your presentation there was the fact of of you know how to position the camera 12 to 14 inches above the item that's such a key point especially when we're talking about you know maybe scanning for barcodes on gift cards or or uh s- depositing a check or something like that yeah. i think that really good thing to
2: know yeah Um, the, the the check i'm glad you mentioned that i didn't i do deposit checks with my phone there they're a little bit tricky sometimes too because with my bank you got to put it's got to be in landscape mode it tells you that but again the same technique works put the phone on the check with the camera in the center of the check and some my bank will try to take the picture automatically uh when it sees the whole check but you want to have it on a high contrast surface for that if it doesn't take it automatically, then you gotta take it manually. But I would still go back to my advice, make sure your the manual take manually button is already in focus so that you can double tap the phone anywhere once you raise it off the check. Yeah, good tip. And I like I like the
1: uh, touch the volume rocker for uh, taking a picture too. That's very, very helpful. You don't
2: have to, especially yeah, if you for- yeah, that's true. It works I don't think it works for some of the apps, it may, but it works for the camera when you're taking a photograph. Right? Do you use does do you use
1: SuperSense at all? I have SuperSense on my phone and I've tried it out and I I actually quite liked it. I haven't used it a whole lot because I don't really get a whole lot of mail, but I remember using it once. I had some documentation. And what I found I liked about it is it would tell me like, you know, which way to point the camera or it would say to me like uh center it or what was it there was oh it was supposed to be parallel to the document like instead of facing it perpendicular like have it parallel and it and it read it like i had no problem at all with it i really liked it compared to seeing ai or any of the other ones i don't use it an awful lot but i really liked it
2: I like I it when have, though so I have SuperSense. I haven't used it much. Is that? Is that? I have. There's so many of these apps coming out now. Is that one that has a subscription model where you pay for?
1: Yeah, I yeah. did for a year.
2: Oh, okay.
1: I did for the year.
2: <clears throat> yeah, it may be good. I, I, I haven't. Uh, I haven't tried it because, um, I guess it's because Seeing AI is free and. I mean, if, if I find and if I hear and, 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 you know, thank you for sharing that SuperSense is actually better, it may be worth paying the subscription price. But for, for what I'm doing, I find that using the suite of apps that I use, whether it's seeing AI or Dream Scanner or TapTapC, I find they work good for me. And, but it's certainly something to consider. And, and I do have it, so I may give it another try.
3: I had a couple of questions here. Um, I have to say, I do like seeing AI. I have super sense. I did have it and seeing AI and I did like seeing AI better, but uh, I found with the documents on seeing AI, when I would do the same thing of lifting it up 15, 15 inches or higher or whatever, that it would always tell me in the documents, well, left edge not po- not right and left corner not right it, it sets me right up really good i didn't hear that yeah. when
2: you did it
3: Did yeah, you, does it I, do that i please?
2: didn't No, and this is something i expected it to do it might be a setting i've turned off but mine well, it might does. be your
3: bluetooth connection too it might be today yeah. Eh? yeah the other thing was be. yeah the other thing was that when you went into the handwriting tool, which I never use except to see whose signature is on a card, um, and you uh, went into it that, that function and you flicked yeah. down, what were you, what were you looking for when you flicked when you flicked up? You were uh, uh, re- getting it to scan, right?
2: What happens the- is when you open <laughs> handwriting channel, uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh. uh huh. I
2: find sometimes in seeing AI like I'll, I'll try to, I move my finger around the screen till it says something so that I know where I am and I'll swipe right or left till it says take picture.
3: Oh, and okay. When so, it okay. says
2: take picture, then I know that's where my focus is. So then okay. yeah. So then I'll move the phone out and take the picture of the object. And it'll you'll hear the little sound that it's processing. And usually it only takes a second or two. And then you'll hear, you know, you'll know it's done. Then I'll move my finger around the screen till I hear it start to read part of what it saw, and I'll swipe left that goes to the beginning of it, and then I'll swipe but right when you to read down,
3: down. You flick down on that. You flick down when you went to uh, you went to uh, uh, writing handwriting. Yeah. And then and then you flick down. What did you oh, do no, when it, you? Oh
2: fl- no! if you get to handwriting, don't flick down again because then you'll okay. change the channel to something else.
3: Oh, I um, thought you flick up to change
2: the channel. All four down. It'll move both ways. Oh, okay. So once it says handwriting, flick left or right to get off that channel, button. Because you don't want to, you want it to stay on handwriting. Yes. And okay, so keep, you. Then, yeah. Then keep flicking that. left or right till you hear it say "take picture," and then you know your okay. focus is on take picture. Right. And then when you take the picture. It'll do the processing. And when it stops, just move your finger around the center of the screen till you hear it start to say some text. And I always swipe left till I get to the beginning of the text. And then I'll start swiping right to read what text it saw. And what I find with handwriting, amazingly, is it might not do it perfectly, but it will certainly give me more than enough information to know what the product is
3: yeah okay so that's that's true too and i know with seeing ai um if you take a picture of a document you can share that or save it in a file somewhere too which i do yeah you can yeah yeah Yeah. and i like it i like it for that purpose but you can actually send it to email and send it right out to somebody you know which is nice
2: oh you can and yeah i like it what i like about it too is it it's like opening a document On your phone, it's basically there and you can swipe through it and read it the same Mm -hmm. as if you had opened it from an email.
0: Thank you for listening to the GTT Podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. There are many ways to get in touch with us. You can call us toll-free at 1-877-304-0968. You can follow our GTT blog at gttprogram.blog. If you'd like to subscribe to our email support list, you can send a blank email to gttsupport, plus sign, subscribe, at groups.io. And you can follow the Canadian Council of the Blind on the web at ccbnational.blog.